frozen in time. Alec should just live back in the 1940s through 60s. Like, just stay there. He was born in the wrong decades, but I'm glad he was because otherwise we probably wouldn't have him on the podcast. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> like 70 or something. Or he might not even be alive be at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves television, Judge and Jerry. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We appreciate you tuning in. Go ahead and hit that follow, like, subscribe, bell notification. Uh, yeah, all those buttons to let you keep up with all of our episodes live or otherwise. Um, and yeah, tell a friend about us. Tell uh, your sister about us. If you don't have a sister... Tell your other I was oddly specific. <laughs> I don't know. I, I it's, I'm running out of shit to make up when we do this thing. So I'm, at this point, I'm just telling people to tell everybody. Uh, tell your mean neighbor about us. That that was pretty specific too. Um, yeah. mm. You can tell anyone. It's, it's fun. Anyway, we're here live. We're going to talk about the Last of Us season one, episode four. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's an interesting episode. I'm, I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Uh, get your thoughts on it because, yeah, I have some interesting thoughts. I know Alec, you know, the real ginge down here had to leave us early when we were gaming the other night last week, and I gave Alec a little sneak peek of the truck ride into in the game. It's Pittsburgh, but here we see it was uh Kansas City, so um, the lovely magazine reveal. <laughs> I was so happy they kept that in. Mm. No, I remember you guys talked about that, I remember. I think yeah. I was there for that part, but I want to get Alex's perspective and then your perspective, JJ, first, because the hardcore gamer versus the person that's never seen this before at all. That's fair. Or played the game. Sorry. <laughs> oh, about what specifically? Just in that's why you, yeah, yeah get your opinion on on how you're feeling about it, because you know uh, less like than. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go with that, Madsen. My opinion mm. on uh, the game. Okay. <laughs> no, just the episode in general. The episode in general. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, we're, you know, moving away from zombies and clickers and everything and getting, uh, you know, down and dirty with uh, bad people, I guess, is the best way <laughs> to put it. Um, but they still you know, have that zombie threat going on, which is very cool. Um, I'll echo what I've kind of been saying the first three weeks is that if I didn't know this is based off of a game, I wouldn't know this is based off of a game. Uh, they're doing a very good job with their storytelling. Now, JJ, knowing for those, I'm sure most of our listeners would have watched the post credits where they do their little deep dive, knowing that they made a decent deviation. I don't know if deviation is the right word, but uh, diving in to a shorter part of the game, different city, new characters. How do you feel about that? Because you're you're a hardcore gamer in this. You play this game tons of times. How are you feeling about this kind of expose? Yeah, look, you know. I like it. I think it needed this section of the game kind of needed a little more deep dive. This section of the game really is more, and we kind of see it in this episode too, the, the relationship between Joel and Ellie building. Um, This is a huge piece of that game, which is why in the game, I feel like they made the choice to not have any real side characters, like from the villain perspective, they were just nameless characters that were, they call it like they, I don't even remember what they called them, but they basically were raiders. And so they would hijack 
these people. And then the city in Pittsburgh in the game, they called them tourists. So like these guys that they would come through and they would, they would hijack and steal all their stuff and kill them. And then, and it's pretty brutal in the game. Like you see them throwing clothes and stuff. I mean, it's, it's pretty brutal. And the group of people in the game. So like the list of people that she's going through that they're kind of looking for, um, including Henry and Sam. And she's going down with that doctor guy. Uh, Kathleen is about all the different uh, people. Those are tourists like that. They found out their names and they're So they're looking for them as a group and you don't, they don't know who they are. The bad guys in the game, it's Henry and Sam. Henry's telling you about these other families and people that they were traveling with um, that got caught by this group. And so there's like a list, like a piece of paper. One of the shinies is Alec and I call them that shows this list of people um so it's it's really interesting that it is a dv it's a pretty big deviation it's obviously not as big as frank and bill but at the same time like it's a different take on this portion of the game and i liked it i i'm not sure how i feel about the actress that plays kathleen yet um she's kind of a Dick. strange dichotomy of <laughs> of things for me like her voice is so dainty and high-pitched and then she's like this brutal violent so it's i like it but i'm not sure i don't know like it's just so weird to me like i love that actress but she's always played good characters and so i'm having a hard time in my own mind like working out her as this main villain that's running this town or her decision on shooting the doctor after they didn't need the doctor for that person was like well you might need a doctor a little later like tomorrow maybe so like maybe keep the doctor alive like i don't know yeah. And as, as Gray said, and Alec, I think, texted me something very similar during the episode. She's a turd. I, yeah, exactly. Right. 110%. <laughs> yeah. Kathleen's kind of a dick. That's for sure. And I, you know, and I, I get it. Like you have to be in order to like command that level of that amount of people and have them be as loyal as they seem to be to Dude, her. She's stacking up a house afraid. of cards. Yeah, like a very flimsy house of cards. Well, she's got to be a cold blooded if she's a woman leading what looked like a predominantly male force carrying weapons and such. She's, I mean, she's got to be like. You saying women can't be leaders, Matson? No, I'm just saying like you're gonna do that. You got to be down the cloud. You got to be ruthless, and she yeah. clearly she fits the billing. Yeah. Yeah, and it you know, there's there's obviously a different element too that's added in that we see that part of that room where the floor's kind of bubbling and moving, um, which obviously we know there's not some pleasant shit that's underneath that, which is very different from the game. That is not. Yeah, I was gonna say what I thought that was like. Was Dude, that's gotta be a down motor. there or like? Yeah, yeah. Well, and you can tell. I mean, look, it's kind of spoilery, but the previews have kind of given it away. Like that main preview of it that shows that big bloater crawling out of the ground. Like, and then later on, we see in this trailer that they just showed at the end of this episode, the bloater running down this road and that. So I'm assuming that that's a bloater with a bunch of runners and possibly some clickers underneath it. And that is not part of the game in the part in this part of the game. They're not, uh, they're not the infected. It's, it's all just, you're starting to see, you know, we've seen the clickers, we've seen the, the infected. Now we, this part of the game, you're seeing how bad the humans really are. And you don't, there's no need for the infected. So it's an interesting addition to this piece of the story too. But um, yeah, I'm, I also agree. Gray has a great point, And that is that, yeah, she's ruthless, but she doesn't care about her people. She cares about her own revenge. 
which is also an interesting take on the story about, like I said, in the game, it's all about they want their stuff. And like, that's how they survive. This group of people, they have the, the Fedra tanks. They've taken out Fedra. They run this city and they steal everything from anybody that might happen to go through the city of Pittsburgh. And so it's different take. I, I mean, I'm excited to see where they go with it. Obviously it's going to get ugly and I'm sure it's going to blow up in her face. She's got too many, too many people that when they figure out that she doesn't give a crap about them, like Grace saying, it's just going to backfire on her. And then when that hole in the ground explodes, the whole city of Kansas city is probably going to go down because that's a big group of uglies. You don't want to have to deal with, but I, uh, my spin is I love the the gameplay aspects that they brought into this episode, the more the action mm-hmm. sequences that it felt like more of the game, especially when Ellie had the crawl through the that hole in the wall. And then later after the action sequence, she had to to move the, the desk or whatever that was propped up against the door to let Joel in. That's a very Last of Us game-esque as we've seen you play through, JJ. And it felt really natural. Um and then just the the trust that they were starting to build from the the book of jokes she had and how it landed at, at the end of it um, really started to endear you to the both of them and their their partnership. Yeah, I agree. A, a lot to unpack there. And I loved just like you said, there were some very elements from the game, which was very fun. Um, yeah, Gray, we did talk about the porn rag and she still swiped it and had the. I had so I was laughing my ass off. Loved it. Charles, we'll, we'll hit you up real quick from uh, the Ginge's perspective. He wants to know, just getting ready to see the episode, wanted to see if it's certified Ginge fresh and if it's better than Geronimo. <laughs> oh, Charles, from, already from what I said, if you're listening, you can tell. It's good. It continues to be great quality uh, telemagic, as I like to say, and much, much more action-packed and impactful than Geronimo. Don't oh, mind me Charles. taking some notes here. Alex taking some notes. <laughs> Just for future uh, reference. Love it. And yes, Gray, it was great use of the gameplay. I will say that it was an interesting take. They've kind of changed Ellie a little bit for the story. So one of the biggest changes for me from this episode is the way that Ellie saves uh, Joel. Now, it does happen in this um arena in in pittsburgh it's just later and so they took two parts there was a part in like episode two i think where they're going through the hotel and ellie man do you guys ever stay in a place like this that actually happens in pittsburgh they go through a hotel joel and ellie after they get through this initial fight scene and he she's having that conversation with joel and then later on um there's a part where joel's getting just like it showed in the in the episode parts joel's getting overtaken He's kind of getting drowned in this puddle of water inside the hotel. And Ellie reaches in and grabs his gun that's under the water, and Joel can't get to it and shoots the guy in the head. He doesn't, she doesn't shoot him in the spine. She doesn't not kill him and injure him. I mean, she flat out murders him to the point that it was like, wowza. And it's so that what they've done is they've changed Ellie a little bit. And I kind of like it. And I kind of, this is another one that I'm like, I don't know how I feel yet. I'm waiting to see how they play it out. Cause they show her with some emotion and I think they need to do that in the show in order to kind of attach people to Ellie that aren't borderline sociopaths like me, because in the game she shoots this dude, Joel gets up and she looks at, at Joel and she goes, man, I shot the fuck out of that guy. Like, and it's just like, she has this moment of like, she doesn't, she already doesn't care. Right. And so it's, 
it's an interesting take to see the emotion and have that a little bit harder for her to deal with in the show where she shoots the guy and then Joel actually kills him. And then she's having that internal battle that you don't see in the game. So I'm interested to see where they take it. I don't dislike it. It's just different. It's a different take, which was interesting. So we got some, <laughs> we got some other comments. Yeah. Great. The coffee reaction. Love it. Yeah. All throughout the game, she gives him a hard time about coffee, which is fun. Uh, Charles, uh, last comment, series setting the bar so high for any future video game adaptation so far, so impressed. Yeah, I agree. Everybody moving forward that wants to adapt the game, going to have to really step it up. Um, though Saturday Night Live's already picking up on I don't know if you guys watch Saturday Night Live at all. I'm not – I don't watch a ton of it, but they had uh, Pedro Pascal on it, and they did HBO's um, Mario Brothers. Hilarious hilarious skit um yeah great i I think they're giving her a gradual self-awareness i agree i think they really kind of talked about it too at the end of the episode where um you know she is joel to a certain degree and that that transition from ellie to joel doesn't take nearly as long or isn't as painful for her in the game as it looks like it's going to be in the show which I'm okay with it because I think sometimes in the game, I'm like, that's not really a normal human reaction to most situations, but they're not in a normal situation either. So, yeah, it's an interesting take on it, but there's a lot coming with this episode moving forward. it's They made some changes, but I liked it. But there was a lot of the fighting, which is cool too. So you don't see that that as much in the music. Matson, I thought of you while I was watching this episode because one, the game uh, music is one of the, I, I have both soundtracks. I actually have them. Mm-hmm. I had the first one in CD because it was old enough that you could still get it in CD at that point, or it was worth having it. Um, but the second one, I have there. I have playlists that have both games soundtracks, and the music in this one was especially effective because there were some really quiet moments where it was able to play through. Um, and yeah, Santalaya, that guy can write some guitar music and it's haunting and it's chilling. I loved it. Let's not forget the classics, Hank Williams. Yeah, dude. That's right. Wait, I was waiting for Alec to throw them. I was like, if anyone knows who that is, it's Alec. <laughs> oh, I knew. I know. Yeah, I know. Duh. <laughs> I know exactly who that was. Well, and Froze, then Frozen in Time, Alec should just live back in the <laughs> 1940s through 60s. Like, just stay there. He was born in the wrong decades, but I'm glad he was because otherwise we probably wouldn't have him on the podcast. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> like 70 or something. Or he might not even be alive be at this point. Back to- <laughs> the good part of us, I wouldn't be the old man on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. JJ could crack some old man jokes. Does JJ, oh, does Joel you. open up this much in the game this early? I feel like he, I'm not sure. Sh- You'd have you'd have to tell me more. Like I I I like that we're peeling some layers of the onion back, but I just don't remember if it's this early. It is. It, it's it's a little early in that it's the early part of this piece of the game. So when they get, like I said, and I was early on, I was saying that the reason I enjoy Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh part of the game, is because that is where that bonding starts to happen. Um, you see it in the drive. 
when they're out driving and the whole magazine joke and the, she's like, I'm not even tired and then crashes and burns. And so like all of that, he's starting to see and, and realize that she's just a kid. Right. And she's reminding him of his daughter in certain ways and yet not at all in other ways and reminds him of himself. And so you start to see that in the game. And, you know, the puns, the book of puns, it's one of my favorite parts of the game. That's real. It's in the game. And she'll randomly just read that shit as I'm running around looking for shinies. It's And it makes me, they, they're funny as hell. Like, Casey and I were giggling the whole time. And the freaking diarrhea one was hilarious. Just And so you start, but yes, it's a little early. It's usually on the back half of this mission that you start to see that connection happening. But I think it fit really well with the way that they played it on the show and then to gray's point even joel's starting to lighten up where he's making jokes about his 50 plus year old knees fact that he's an old man and he's walking up these you know 36 flights of stairs or whatever you know so i i really like i think my favorite part of this episode was that watching that connection from her starting to trust him you know like they're laying in the woods and he mentions hey there's worse things out there than the infected and you know, and then you, but you see also, if it was just cargo, what are the the odds of him waking up that early and standing guard in the woods, right? Like, it's one of those things where you're starting to see that development, and I think that's my favorite part, and what they've done the best with in this show so far, to me, in that connection, because the game does it very gradually. the The show's having to do it a little bit more rapid fire, but in a deeper way, so. I really like it. Um, yeah. No, I just, I think all around the, again, the, me, that thing that stood out was just the, I still love the, the visuals or the lack of them sometimes like the, them in the forest versus them in the, the hotel room. And again, just the attention to detail um, all around. It just continues to impress me where, they're good about not putting too many things in. It's still, it feels like the video game. It looks like it. Um, especially the the trailer, the the part where they were coming through Kansas City and like the, the way the, the trailer was stacked up in the cars and everything. I was like, man, they just, I loved how it looked like they took it right out of the game. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, great, a great point. Uh, she's starting to feel safe with him and his guidance. Absolutely. And that comes from, where they're at and what she's seeing. And I, I'm with, with Matson too. Cause I, I texted Alec. I was like, man, the visuals, cause I was having internet problems. We've been having this huge snowstorm the last couple of days. And so I've been having issues with my internet, keeping up with everybody in the house on it. And so I kept buffering. And so we'd buffer in a couple of times in these cool shots. And one of them was like this image of the skyline bridge in, in Cincinnati. And I was like, that's cool as hell. And cause I've, driven that bridge a thousand times you know what i mean and so seeing that and the broken down way it is and the like the the paddle boats and the big giant casino boats like flipped over on their side and the visuals like you say are just absolutely outrageous uh, or like the beat they, down Arby sign that should always look yeah. like that because no one should eat at Arby's anyways. So, <laughs> bro, we're should... gonna fight again, dude. I'm telling you, I was about to say, come on, dude. Beef that and is cheddar, the best man. Terrible food on the planet. <laughs> you guys are Arby's fit. My gosh, great. Please chime in and tell me you're not an Ar- Arby's. Is gross. <laughs> she is chiming in. Are you drinking out of a blender? Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is my he smoothie, Gray. He's weird every day, Gray. <laughs> 
every day. Um, you should have seen the first time he did that. I just kind of sat there for a minute, like, what the hell? <laughs> you don't like Arby's? No, nobody does. Arby's is oh, nobody. People that have no taste buds like Arby's. Oh, clearly okay. Some people do. Hey, <laughs> Arby's is gross. Uh oh. Boom, son. Uh, Gray says Arby's here is great. They have great staff here. Hey, not to mention free lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, the only thing you could convince me to eat there is their curly fries. I do like the curly fries. I don't know. You know, look, Arby's fries. isn't my first choice most of the time. Or second while, or I'm, third. I'm craving a nice roast beef sandwich that I don't have Unless to Unless you're Alec and it's like a build myself. Thing. Yeah. And I love. Not a weekly, but you know. I love wax cheese on top of yeah. my roast beef everybody does well that's another thing i think about last of us uh, everybody normal time, does yeah they had anything takeout like they they were eating a 20 year old can of chef boyardee <laughs> and they were marking how delicious that shit was and you're like you know what that probably did taste amazing after the yeah. crap you're eating except unless you're at bill's place for 20 years yeah but casey we, we were watching it and he's like 20 year old chef boyardee and casey's like 20 years i'm like you do what you gotta do man <laughs> dude i do it good probably was still good oh yeah i was waiting for him to bust out a twinkie or something like <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh man yeah it was a good episode i i think as i was going through it and i was watching it like i've watched it a couple of times now obviously because that's you know it's what i do um but yeah i think the one thing that I'm interested to see more of that I didn't think I was going to, and as much as I'm saying, I don't know how I feel about the actress playing Kathleen. Like I'm interested to see that additional storyline. And part of the reason is I'm so infatuated with how they've played the relationships in this show and the relationship specifically that we didn't get to see the pieces of, or they're new from the game because the game's about Joel and Ellie. It's not about Bill and, and Frank, it's not about Kathleen. It's it's barely even about the new characters that we've met that we'll talk about in a second with Henry and Sam. I, I mean, it's these are stops along the way in Joel and Ellie's story. So it was really interesting to me the more depth we get to see. So I am interested to see how this whole storyline plays out now that we have a name to a villain within Kansas City. So very different. <laughs> Great. I don't eat plasma. A plain roast beef is amazing. <laughs> plain roast beef is amazing to help oh boost your system. I, I agree. Imagine just taking L's left and right. The amount of sodium in that son of a bitch will fill you, get you right back on track. <laughs> um, so that is something that we'll see next episode. Obviously, we we meet at the very end of this episode, Henry and Sam, which it's, it's too bad that Fanmaster's not here because that dude's been talking about Henry and Sam nonstop since he jumped onto our podcasts and our live shows and streaming. But um, it is an amazing, interesting story. And if you thought Frank and Bill's story was sad. I don't even remember Sam and Henry at all. So that's, I'm going to need Good. it. Well, I Good. Can't, can't wait to watch so I can yeah. remember. You'll, you'll get a nice uh, refresher. It's a, it's a rough story, rough story. So uh, um yeah, I'm interested to see how that plays out, too. They've made a change to Sam, uh, the little brother. He's deaf in the show, which in the game he's not. Um, so I'm interested to see how that'll play out. Um, and, yes, great. It is very intense. 
one of my favorite one of my favorite parts of the game, which I'm not going to go into, is with Sam and, and uh, Henry. Um, yeah, after you after they get through Pittsburgh, there's a piece. So I'm hoping that they'll have a version of that too. So um, yeah, in fact, my two favorite parts of the game have Henry and Sam in them. So looking forward to it, but it is a very, it's a rough story. So I think we'll get some emotional over the next couple episodes with those, those two. And it, they also help to move forward. Uh, Joel and Ellie's relationship um, because it adds a different dynamic and makes Joel think about some things differently. So based on how they're going, but yeah, overall is is a really good episode. I think very short, not, not as much to talk about, but yeah, I'm with you, Greg. I don't know how they could leave that piece out either. I, I think that's one of those, yeah, it's one of those intense moments for Joel where I think even though they don't necessarily show it in the game, it really shows to him how much he's starting to care. And, and yeah, so I, I agree. I don't know how they could either. I hope they don't. It's, and it's intense. Like, oh, it's intense. So I hope it's there. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts? Like I said, there's not a ton to talk about with this episode at this point. I think next episode will have a lot more. Um, any final yeah. thoughts about this episode? No, I think it was a good setup. I like the diving into a storyline that in the game was just more like NPCs and kind of a roadblock that you had to get through. I'm excited to see what the villain and the storyline that they're, they're going to conjure up. So like you said, I think we've talked about everything we can today, but there's going to be a lot more to unpack next week. For sure. Yeah, I'm with Gray. Ready to see everybody's reaction to the bloater. All we've seen is uh, little snippets in the trailer, so I'm excited to see how it actually plays out. And I will say that the one scene where in the trailer where he's crawling up out of the ground, that looks dope as hell, so I can't wait. Uh, also, to kind of put Alec on edge for tomorrow, because I oh, will be thanks. streaming again. <laughs> um, the, the Kansas City part of the show, or the Pittsburgh part, is where the jump scares really start. Ah. So uh, if you, yeah, Gray, if you're going to join us tomorrow when you can, yeah, it should be fun watching Alec pee himself a little bit. Cause there's two of my favorite jump scares ever happen within, within Pittsburgh. So, (laughs) and then there's, it's just a free for all from there on. There's, there's quite a few good ones coming in the future. So Cool. Yeah, great episode. Looking forward to it. Watch your uh, camera there, Alec. And uh, yeah, I I agree. I I think yeah. To your point, Gray. I think using the bloater here makes more sense than having it in the gymnasium, just bust through the doors and the big fight. I, it, having it happen in Bill's town, that and it didn't obviously work with the the way that they used Bill and Frank's story in the show. But I think. Yeah, I'm really enjoying the way that they've laid it out. And I think it'll be a perfect transition for the show versus the game. So, all right, Alec, tell everybody where they can find us when they're not watching us live. <laughs> Happy to. Uh, thank you for tuning in to episode four of The Last of Us. This episode uh, had a tough act to follow when compared to last week's episode. 
It looks like shit. However, it is a great addition to the show, except for Kathleen. She's a real Matson. If you guys are enjoying the show so far, you are only getting about half the content we are producing. JJ is going live on Tuesday evenings to play through The Last of Us Part 1 with Matson, myself, and our rugged band of misfits, including Gray, providing commentary. If you're not subscribed to us everywhere, there is a very high chance you are missing out on content. So subscribe and hit that bell notification so you can join us for the content you enjoy. We are on all major platforms, including Stitcher, Ghana, and Apple Podcasts, so you can listen to some of our better episodes, like Bill and Ted Face the Music and Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League. If you guys enjoy the content we put out and have the desire to directly support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon, where every dollar spent is directly lost by myself in some cryptocurrency scheme. That is called economics, by the way, and stimulating the flow of the economy. I learned that on Google. Special thanks to our current patron, Black and White and Four Thirds Aspect Ratio. Any chance we could get a shorter name and one that's a little easier to say? <laughs> Nightmare. Uh, we appreciate your patronage and love having you involved with the pod. Now, without any further ado, I will send it back to the leader of this ragtag group, Herman the Great, the Mauling Menace, Jai Jai. Love it. You got Gray on that one. Got her giggling. <laughs> And she said to tell Madsen to make sure to bring the blender. <laughs> Saw that. So, yeah. great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, we'll be live tomorrow playing through. It should be a much shorter episode than last time because um, we're only getting about halfway through the, the next level for this one. So it should be interesting. Anyway, looking forward to it. We appreciate you tuning in as always. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Whoa. Wait. Hasta la vista, baby. Cinematic out.